song we sang, the worship and everything, those are good all song, presence of God, and just connect with the in the throne of God. Amen. So praise God. We exalt you, Lord, and I love you, Lord, and those this beautiful, beautiful classic uh, songs, and you sing those songs and just connect your spirit to the spirit of God and get lost in the presence of God, and that's all you need. Hallelujah. Praise God to tune in into the presence of God and to sing a melody, sing a new song unto him. And it's, it's that heart to heart that you will sing unto him alone. Amen. So praise God. We're so glad to see everyone here in the house of God. I just want to welcome you all saints. I cannot wait all day long. Can't wait to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I know, I know when I come to the house of God, that's where I find peace. There's I find health and strength, joy, everything, you name it. Amen? Because the world can, can uh, make you down and all of those things. But once you enter into the house of God, and I can't testify that myself. Hallelujah. The minute. Hallelujah. The minute I enter in the house of God, it transformed me. Hallelujah. Talking about trans, uh, trans, um, no, the, you know, that he had trans, uh, translate me from darkness to light. Hallelujah. That's why we come to the house of God. Amen. Where we can draw strength from the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you with me, saying? Are you with me? Praise God. We're talking about you have to like you had been set free from God. I have been set free because you know what? And I was listening to some of pastor's messages today. And he says that the uh, wisdom and knowledge is the stability of his kingdom. I said, wow. You know, you hear that coded, you know, you know that scripture. And uh, wisdom and knowledge is the stability of, of his kingdom. And it's just like, wow, yes, of course. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And God gave us, he said, uh, you are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Knowledge, yes, knowledge is the stability. It makes you strong and strengthening you. Why? Because you know when the devil comes upon you and you have the knowledge to resist him. You have the knowledge to say, no, Satan, get thee behind me. You, you, you have that knowledge and wisdom. So then you will be established in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. What a revelation. Praise God. And we've been learning all of this uh, about uh, in Matthew chapter 13, pastors went through all of that, and 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 the the, the parables that we, there are so many parables in that chapter, you know, and and he explains it all the parables and things like that, and we found out that and some to some was given and to some is not given, and even those things that didn't have was taken away from them. So I said, Lord, I want to be that uh, I have 
and given abundance. Hallelujah. So that's why we are here tonight to receive abundance from the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. And of course, you know, uh, I don't know where God's uh, getting us tonight. Either we're learning about the revelations and chapter, you know, we've been to chapter one for a long period of time, but every time pastor goes there, he will draw nice, sweet water of life to us. Amen. That unto him that washes. Hallelujah. Amen. So that's why we come tonight to be washed for our sins, to be purified so that we will be ready when he comes. Amen. So praise God. I thank God for tonight. And let's just read that one in Revelation. Chapter 1, I believe, is in, uh, uh, I think it was verse 10 or something like that. I love that one because uh, verse uh, 5 said, uh, from Revelation chapter 1, verse 5 said, And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness. Hallelujah. He is the faithful witness. Hallelujah. And the first begotten of the dead. And the prince of the king of the earth. Hallelujah. He became the king from the prince of the earth. Because he came and died for us. He came and redeemed us. He came and overtake the kings on this earth. Which is Satan. When he died on the cross. He became a king. Hallelujah. He was king in heaven. But when he came unto earth. He became a king. He uh, 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 what do you call that one? Uh, he set free the captive. Amen. He said that, and he said that, and the prince of the kings of the earth, and unto him, hallelujah, that loved us. He loved me. Hallelujah. Though I didn't love him, but yet he loved me and washed me. Wash us from our sins in his own blood. Praise God. And had made us king and priest unto God his father. To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. He was obedient. He humbled himself. Amen. In Philippians chapter 2 verse 10, 11, all that. He obedience to die on the cross. For you and I, so that He can wash us in His own blood from our sin, so that we become kings and priests unto God and His Father. To Him be glory and dominion forever and ever. And I wanna, I wanna learn more of this King of Kings. Hallelujah! I want Him to wash me and cleanse me. Hallelujah! So that I will be ready when He comes. I'm gonna be. Purified because he will come for a bride without spot or wrinkle. Hallelujah. Amen. And the word of God will remove the spot and wrinkle. Amen. For our righteousness. He is our righteousness. So God bless you saints. And I'm so thankful tonight that I'm here in the house of God. And we will rejoice and be glad in it. So praise the Lord. Glory to God. Welcome. Welcome saints. Those of you who are watching in Facebook, come on down to 909 West 18th Street, Merced, California. We're here rejoicing and eating the Word of God. Hallelujah. Teaching, our pastors teaching us the Word of truth. It changes us. 
from darkness and translated us into his marvelous light to dear son Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We're exciting about that. Amen. Let's just welcome our pastor, Dr. Harold Weatherburn. Praise our God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Well, welcome. Welcome. Good to see you. Good to see you all. Tonight, we ask God's blessing upon the service. Father, we ask you to bless the word tonight as we are in this Bible study. We ask you, Lord, to give us wisdom, knowledge, understanding, and help us to understand the uh, word of God and to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church as we realize that we're living in the last days before the second advent of Jesus Christ when you will return to rule and to reign upon the earth as King of kings and Lord of lords. We ask you to give us wisdom as we study your words tonight. In Jesus' name. And everybody say, everybody say, Amen. Amen. The, the Lord is good, isn't he? He's a great God and he's a great Savior. And we thank God for the singing tonight, the songs. Thank God for you that came out tonight. And you have your Bibles and you you uh, love the Word of God. You, you really love to study the Word of God. It doesn't matter where two or three are gathered together. In my name, said the Lord, I'm there. God doesn't go by uh, who is present. Uh, and the most important thing is that you have the Holy Spirit. God is with you and you have the word. And you come to hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. So welcome to the Bible. We are studying uh, different parts of the Bible. Uh, we are, we, we've been in Revelations uh, for quite a while. Revelation. Uh, for the revelation of Jesus Christ which God gave unto him. That's the Father giving the Son to show unto us things which must shortly. Now you figure that was the shortly that was 2,000 years ago. 2,000 years ago and here we are. So how much more shorter it's going to be. Don't forget that God is uh, in time. I mean in eternity we are in time. And God's program goes according to its fix, according to the plan of God. It's going to happen. You you cannot uh, stop the sun from shining. You cannot stop the sun from going down. See, God is God. Man, man can change some things, but there are things, the sun, the moon, the stars, and all that, you cannot change it. It's going to happen. Uh, how much more a church See, a church which is the body of Jesus Christ. The church is not my body or your body. It is the body of Jesus Christ. Now, he's going to have a church. And he has a church. 
and he said upon this rock that's himself the rock is Christ will I build my church he's the one that's building it not you and I we are members in the body of Christ see and he hides us and the Lord added to the church daily okay such as we say see it doesn't just necessarily mean a building but somewhere around the world somebody's being added to the body of Christ right now somebody is being joined to Jesus Christ you get that the Lord had it to the church see the church that came out of the upper room uh, was a small church at first but then it grew by a few days it was uh, 3,000 and then it goes it goes on and here we are we are the we are the last ones we are in the uh, closing age or the closing time of the um, of the uh, of the church when Jesus Christ will return with power and glory but he's, he's, uh, he's preparing a bride see a bride that is to be um, is to be joined unto him you heard you heard about that the bride of Jesus Christ is um, providing a bride that is to be joined unto him so we want to um, begin to understand some of these things right here and the sister Rosie she um, spoke um, what did she use a while ago revelations 1 and she quoted what was it a few verses from from revelations uh, uh, 5 revelations uh, chapter 1 verse 5 about the um, uh, the faithful witness see that's Jesus Christ Jesus Christ is the faithful witness okay what did it say um, that's very and from Jesus Christ notice uh, who is the faithful witness don't that encourages you and the first begotten from the dead uh, um, remember that Jesus Christ uh, the son uh, Jesus Christ uh, he was born of a virgin okay he died and he rose again and became the first begotten from the dead uh, so he's the firstborn of the new creation okay uh, because God is having a new creation firstborn from the new creation and the prince is the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us he loved us see um, he loved us be before you love him you could not love the Lord unless he first loved us unto him that loved us and washed us from our sins in how did he how did he wash us with what in his own blood can you just imagine if you can use your sanctified imagination and your, your spiritual mind and begin to see the Lord uh, getting a hold of the disciples and he was washing their feet okay that was with water with a type but now see him washing you from your head to your feet every day do you get the love that he has for you because sin is removed by the blood 
Without the, the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. Without Jesus' blood, you could never be saved. But he takes that same blood and he washes us. Think of that. He washed you. He washed me. And every day you ask him. You have to ask him now. You have to pray and you have to ask him, Lord, will you wash me from my sins? Look at what he does. He washed you. So that there is no condemnation right now to them who are in Christ Jesus. See? Because you're washed. You're, you're set uh, free. You're being made whole unto him that loved us. How much does he love us? To wash us from all sins. Don't let the devil lie to you. The devil, unless you understand the scripture, the devil will lie to you. Lie to you all the time and he keep pulling on you because he wants to take you out of the light. See what happened when you accept Christ, you're translated from darkness. See a lot of a lot of uh, uh, people tell you that oh, hell, fire, uh, but it's it's more hell is more darkness. Okay, if you understand. It's more darkness than than fire. Okay? And you can feel that. And you can have that darkness now. Nobody's on fire. But you can have darkness now in your mind. That means you cannot see the things of God. Right now. You don't understand the Bible. And there's a there's a lack of understanding of the scripture today. The Bible is not known. It's a strange book. It's lost. Right in church. Right among the saints. Right among the saints. We don't have a knowledge of the word of God. Somebody will tell you. Yes I have a knowledge. But uh, how much do we know. From the days of the early church. Until now. Do we have the wisdom. And the knowledge of the apostles. What they had. Like the early church. And they continued steadfastly. In the apostles' doctrine, most uh, most churches don't have it. Most ministers don't have it. We don't have that knowledge. See, it was lost, and so what God is doing is to close out the church age, is to raise up a few men and a few saints of God that will have that knowledge, because Jesus Christ is coming back for a church without spot, wrinkle, or blemish. So you need that. And we are studying. Um, we've been going through Matthew 13 along. Because you have to understand the parables. Before you can understand Revelation. Before you can understand the kingdom. Okay. we I, I wrote a, a, a book on the kingdom. And it's based on scripture. The kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of God. The, uh, the kingdom of the Lord. That, that's the... Um, that is to be established, set up on the earth, a kingdom. That means a government wherein dwelleth righteousness. That's what the kingdom of God is. And it's all over the Bible, but it's not known. It's not being preached today. You might have a few, uh, few preachers trying to preach it, but overall and a whole, it's not being preached. If you ask uh, 
someone, uh, are you expecting kingdom? Oh, yes. But they're not preaching it. Few men. You turn your your phone on, uh, look uh, at preachers, churches. They're not talking about, very few is talking, am I right? That's talking about the kingdom. It's not known. We will, we will quote some scriptures, but uh, where does it lead us? You, you can quote the old Bible, and then the preacher will ask you, or uh, do you, or the people ask you, understand this? Thou what thou readest? See, uh, quoting the scripture doesn't mean you understand it. See, but I can fool you by quoting a dozen scriptures. He said, "Oh, he knows the Bible. She knows the Bible." But that's not true. It's not true. See, you have to uh, understand uh, the scripture said line upon line, precepts upon precepts, you're little, and you're little. You're to get the mind of God, not just uh, quoting and reading the whole Bible. It's good to read the Bible. Read as much as you can. But then, how can they hear without a teacher? So you have to be taught the word of God. Now, Jesus gave uh, parables in Matthew 13 and it's dealing with he's just breaking down the kingdom the state of the kingdom so they could understand uh, the disciples were human just like us and they were they spent three and a half years with Jesus and at the end some of them still did not understand okay uh, <clears throat> so when he was going away they asked him some of the last in Acts they uh, as he was Going away, they ask him, Lord, will thou at this time restore unto um, Israel the kingdom? Remember, that was one of the last things, I think, before Jesus was uh, caught away uh, in Acts, what, chapter 1, is it? Verse, uh, when they, uh, they, they ask him, verse 6, okay, when, uh, yes, when they therefore were come, Together, they ask of him, saying, Lord, will thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? So the kingdom, they, they were right, but the timing was off. See, the kingdom is to be restored to Israel. Remember, the, the, the Israel had a kingdom for 1,500 years under the law. Okay, under the law, they had it with Moses. It was a kingdom. And David was a king for how many years? And then his son Solomon, and he come down the lineage of David. And, of course, the division, two kingdoms. Uh, Israel was divided, okay, north and south. And they both went into captivity. Um, the uh, northern tribe went uh, about 150, 200 years earlier uh, to um, Syria. And then Babylon took the southern tribe. And then after uh, there came an end to the lineage of, of David uh, until Christ was born of a virgin who is the rightful heir of the kingdom. He will be the next king sitting upon the throne of David and of his kingdom. There shall be no end. One uh, that will be the first government. That will be established. That cannot come to an end. Because his kingdom is not just earthly kingdom. But it's a heavenly kingdom. Okay. The kingdom of heaven. 
is at hand. See, the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven, it's, it's really the same. It's, it's pretty well the same. So that's coming back. Jesus knows what he's doing. So, but he's going to have, he's going to have uh, rulers with him. He's going to have uh, saints of God that has overcome the devil, the world, and the flesh, and they will rule and reign with Christ in his kingdom, okay, for a thousand years. Now, if you want to rule with Christ, you have to um, be, uh, you have to be an overcomer. You have to submit your life, yourself to the Lord. And you have to have an understanding of the word of God. So he says that they, uh, they asked the Lord if he would restore the kingdom. If he was going to restore the kingdom at this time. And verse 7. And he said unto them. Notice. It is not for you to know the times uh, or the season which the father had put in his own power. But notice he wasn't going to do that. But here he was going to do something else for 2,000 years. Because of Israel rebellion, it was not time to restore the, uh, the kingdom to Israel. But it's going to be. But he was going to do something else. He was going to slip the church in. Okay, which is the church age. In Revelations chapter 1, uh, he sees this, um, this awesome being. Uh, standing between the seven golden candlestick, okay, and uh, uh, it describes him. But so here, verse um, is it verse seven, verse um, verse uh, verse seven, uh, and he said unto them, "It is not for you to know the time." Notice here, he didn't say there wasn't going to be a kingdom. He said the times and the season. Which he at uh, which the father had appointed in his own power, so that kingdom will be established by the appointment of the father, the power of God. But it wasn't time yet. But what is he going to do between uh, uh, that time and the establishment of the kingdom? What here you are sitting. See here, here am I sitting. If he didn't uh, put that in. Uh, we wouldn't be here. It would not be like this. So he brought the church in. You get? Do you see the plan of God? Israel didn't know that. So when, um, so they fought the disciples, and uh, Jesus uh, told uh, the disciples, said, "Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am?" He said, um, uh, "One said you're Jeremiah. One said you're uh, maybe John or some other prophets. But who do you say that I am?" Get it? Uh, you are the Christ. See, do you understand how their minds begin to move heaven, heavenly? You're the Christ. The son of the living God. You're not just Jeremiah. But you're the Christ. You're the anointed one. You're the savior. The Messiah. The one that uh, the kingdom would be established and built upon. And so here in verse 8, he said, But he shall receive what? Power. Look at it. He said, in other words, it, it's not for you to know the times or the season of the kingdom, when it's going to be established, but you shall receive power. Do you understand how you begin to uh, um, mold your minds? But you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you. But remember, John had prophesied. 
See, God has always has men and women that understood. John prophesied that after me cometh one who is mightier than I am. He will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and, and with fire. So uh, Jesus now, here's Jesus explaining to them now that you are going to be baptized by the power of God. God is going to do something uh, and prepare before we get that kingdom established on the earth or back to the Jews. God is going to baptize, okay, you with the Holy Ghost uh, and fire. That means God is going to move in a new way. So that's why now to be in that kingdom, <clears throat> you must have the Holy Spirit to be baptized. That means you have to be filled up with the Holy Spirit. Now, when you're filled up with the Holy Spirit, you're born of God. So on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost came, that was a new race that was started. Okay? The race in the garden was going to come to an end. You mean Adam and Eve race, the human race, would, would uh, come to an end because of the curse. But now God was going to raise up by the Holy Ghost. The same Holy Ghost that touched the womb of the virgin and she brought forth a son, Jesus Christ, with uh, eternal life. See? He, uh, God, by this, uh, the Holy Ghost, would touch human beings by the power and the resurrection of Jesus and he would bring forth new creation, new creatures. So if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature, whole things. What's the whole thing? Not just cigarette and beer and liquor and all that. But the whole thing is the old nature. See, old nature I passed away. And um, behold, everything has become or will become new. Now, um, so, so Jesus, so Jesus um, gave us parables. Okay, Jesus gave us parables that uh, we were studying in Matthew. Um, the uh, 13th chapter of, uh, of Matthew and just slip over there in the 13th chapter of the book of Matthew and I think down at verse 44. I think we went down that far on Sunday night. Matthew chapter uh, 13 verse uh, down to verse yeah, 44 and let's just look very quickly at this here. Uh, it's Wednesday night Bible study. I love I love to study the the Word of God. Okay, we came through um, uh, quite a few verses and Sunday morning and Sunday night. So here now, in verse uh, uh, forty um, uh, verse forty four. Okay, uh, that's where we that's where we stop, right? Again. Notice, again, the kingdom of heaven. Remember, you've been talking about the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. So, okay, so he really drilled it in. You cannot miss. That's the importance of the kingdom. Now, how could you miss it? When Jesus referred to it over and over, and you read your Bible, you don't even see it. You don't even know it. Isn't that amazing? The way the church. Uh, how long, or when, when, did it, when, when did you start learning or understanding the kingdom. Look look at your Bibles. And how much do you know of the Bible? See because the church has left. 
the teaching of the Word of God. See, when you get off of the Word of God, you're in trouble. When you, when you get off of the Bible and begin to allow things to get a hold of you, you're in trouble. You're going to go down. The devil is not afraid of anything but the word of God. And that's why Jesus says it is written. I mean, that's what every time the devil comes, all of his temptation, he said it is written. And that's where uh, if Jesus used it, what about you? Do not get off the word of God. When you put away the Bible and you begin to listen to men's word, he say this, she say this. Okay, then you're in trouble. But stand on the word of God. Heaven and earth shall pass away. Remember that heaven and earth shall pass away. That includes all the human beings around you. But my words shall never pass away. So this is a beautiful verse. Uh, uh, these are beautiful scriptures right here. And again, the kingdom uh, of heaven is likened unto treasures hid in the field. The which when a man had found, he eyed it. And for joy, therefore, go it and sell it all that he had. And what does he do? He buy the field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls. Who, when he had found one, notice how many? One pearl of great price went and sold all that he had and body. Look look at the, the last part. Verse 44 and 45. What? Uh, 44, 45, I think. Look what? When he found it, he went and sold all. Sell it all that he had. And bought the field. Then the next verse. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls, who when he had found one pearl of great price, he went and he sold all and bought that pearl. Now, I used to think that it was Jesus selling all, but it's not Jesus selling all. It's you and I. You see, it's you and I that Jesus is telling us the treasures of the kingdom. How costly the kingdom of God is and what you have to do to get the kingdom. See, the the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasures hid in the field. See, treasures are treasures being hid in the field, which uh, which when a man uh, treasures hid, and when a man found that treasure I'm trying to wait for the phone
à Benoît. At. Find it. Where would bought your phone? Praise God. Isn't the Lord good? Give the Lord a praise. Where is the other one that you can use so I can carry up? You find it? Praise God. And, and you receive the same thing? Continuation? Someone? Okay, so we praise God tonight that uh, for His goodness, and so you get to stay a little longer in church, right? So the first part doesn't. Eh? Yes, right. yes, okay. Um, but the Word of God is still the Word of God. Now you understand what the devil doesn't want. It's he doesn't want the Word. To get out, so but you cannot stop the what? you cannot stop the word of God from from getting out. So we were talking about the kingdom of God, uh, which is not meat and drink, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. See, that's what the kingdom of God is: it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now the uh, we were we were studying about and uh, in Matthew the 13th chapter the wonderful we came through from verse one of uh, Matthew chapter 13 down to um, chapter 44. Okay, Matthew 44. Uh, we covered all of that Sunday night and. You can go, yes, 44, 45. So again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto treasures hid in a field, which the which, when a man had found, he eyed it, and for joy thereof, going and selling all that he had, and buy that field. Isn't that wonderful? And... Again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a merchant man seeking goodly pearls who 
when he had found one pearl of great price, went and sold all that he had. And I was saying before uh, that um, uh, that uh, before I used to think that the um, it was the Lord that was seeking treasures and goodly pearls, so he sold all he had. But it's it's really the other way. See, because we we are sinners, okay? We are the sinners. And um, uh, when I look in the scriptures closely, and uh, I examine the scriptures, and 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 all the scriptures that begin to back up that um, about the treasures, okay? Uh, was it? Um, I think Second Corinthians, the if you turn your Bibles there, Second Corinthians, I think it's um, verse uh, uh, four. I mean, chapter four, and maybe verse what seven. You can help me right there. Second Corinthians, where it speaks about the treasure. In second, what does it say that we have? Notice that we have this treasure. Ooh. We have this treasure. What's the treasure? That's the kingdom. See, what's the treasure? That's the good pearl. See, the pearl of great price. And we have this treasure in earthen vessel that the um, excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So um, this this treasure, that's uh, what what's what makes up the treasure. See, the good treasure of God uh, that we have in earthen vessel. We are the earthen vessel. You get that? We are the earthen vessel and we have the treasure in earthen vessel. That the excellency, verse uh, 7, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Okay. And then we are troubled on every side. Okay. Yet not distressed. For we are perplexed, but not in uh, despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. Okay, that the life, notice why, why? That the life of Jesus Christ may be made manifest, where? In your mortal flesh. Praise God, you ought to, uh, uh, you ought to work, praise the Lord for that. That the life of Jesus Christ might be made manifest in your mortal flesh. So there's a treasure there that you have, Okay. That uh, that when a man finds it, okay, when you find that treasure that's hidden, because uh, many people don't, uh, they know there's a treasure, they find the field, but they haven't found the treasure, because the treasure is hid. So when you find that treasure, what do you do? You go and sell, not a part, but you sell all that you have. Everything that you have, you sell it, and you buy the field. Okay, you're you sell out to the world uh, and you buy that feed. 
And uh, where where did I turn? There's another scripture in uh, Philippians, the 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 third chapter. You'll get that in verse seven to nine. Philippians, the third chapter. Turn there to uh, get let get let's get that up there on the board. Philippians chapter three, verse seven and verse nine. You find that? Okay. Uh, so let's let's read that now. For we are uh, Philippians 3 verse 9 verse I mean verse se- go to verse 7 verse 7 says but what things were gained notice what you have to forsake remember when he finds it he went and sold everything that he has not a part but he sold everything that's what happened when you find Christ you've got to sell everything that's including friends amen that's including family relatives because uh, if, if a man does not uh, forsake his family, okay, and he loves husband and uh, she loves husband, wife, cousins, relatives, grandma, grandpa, more than you love Jesus Christ, you're not worthy. Jesus doesn't only demand a part of us. He demands all of us. All includes your faithfulness to him. Amen? It's not a part where... You give a part of you to the Lord and then the rest you share. No. It says that when a man finds this treasure. See, if you cannot sell out means you have not found the treasure. You're still in darkness. If you cannot sell out to the Lord, okay, and go all the way with Jesus Christ, you have not found the treasure. Now, I can go back to the scripture and show you many who have never found the treasure. Okay, then I can find and show you who some of those that have found the treasure. My question is, have you found the treasure? See, because when you find the treasure, look, he said he found it and then he hid the treasure. Look at it. See, he hid the treasure. So he found it, but where did he hid the treasure? So it's once it was it was lost, but he found it and then he hides it twice hidden. Where do you, where do you, this, uh, it goes on, it says, um, this treasure we have, I just quote that, in hurting vessel. Okay? And uh, uh, that the excellency might be of God, the power might be of God and not of us. And what does the psalmist say? Thy word, uh, uh, thy word have I hid. Where? In my heart. So when you find this treasure, that's the kingdom of God. You hide that in your heart. Amen. We hide that, praise the Lord, the treasure of God in your heart. That's what you do twice hidden. So the devil doesn't take it away. You don't, you don't, uh, you don't leave it on the, uh, but remember, he found the field and he found the treasure. He just, you know, out there working or digging or what it might, he found the treasure. Okay. And then he hid it. So the devil wouldn't take it away. So you have to hide the word of God in your heart. Because the devil will take it away from you. There's a big bad mean devil out there. And he used people. That are full of the devil. See. And they uh, think they're Christian. But they're not. See they're full of the devil. They don't want the word of God. They want to rule. And they want their say. But, uh, but God is the only one that's going to rule. So. When you find that treasure, okay, 
that means Jesus Christ, the kingdom of God. That's the treasure. You hide it in your heart. Okay? That uh, the fact that the kingdom will be established. And it says that uh, uh, what things were gained to me. Those I count lost for God, for Christ. Okay? Yea, doubtless. And I count all things but lost for the excellency of the knowledge. Wow, that's wonderful. Of Jesus Christ, my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of how much? How much? How much are you willing to give up for Christ? I've suffered the loss of all things for Christ. And do count them but them that I may win Christ. Amen. You've got to sell out all you have that I may I may win Christ. The treasure. What's the treasure? Treasure of faith. Right? Uh, your, conver uh, your conversion. Your justification. Your sanctification. Your regeneration. Your glorification. Is that right? See? This is the treasure. That's what you hide in your heart. And what, what uh, then Jesus enlarged also on it in the seven churches. Do you, when, when you read to the, the church of Ephesus, to him that overcome it, right? Will I grant, uh, what, what is it? To eat of the tree, which one? To eat of the tree of life. Then all of them, those uh, churches, had a promise. They had something hidden there. That you in that church in, in Sardis or uh, even Laodicea where you, you, uh, you overcome, you'll sit with him uh, on his throne. The treasure that you have. You've got this treasure in hurt and vessel. Do you feel that grace, mercy and peace in your hurt and vessel? Do you feel that salvation power in your hurt and vessel? Uh, this treasure we have. Praise God. This treasure we have. Where? Right inside of you. You don't have to go look for it anywhere, but right inside of you. This treasure I have. You have. This treasure. Where? And that treasure comes from God. That's Jesus saying the kingdom of God is like treasure. How much do you value it? Hid in a field. Are you... Willing to search till you find it. Uh, you dig every day. You begin to dig into this field of the word of God. Uh, it's a big field. It's a wide field. Okay, I'm not talking about out there. You'll never find it out there in the world. It's in the word of God. That search the scripture. Study the scripture. For in them you think you have eternal life. But these are they that testify of me. Isn't that wonderful tonight? See that treasure right there in your heart. You don't have to look anywhere. You got the Bible. You got the word of God. Get down on your knees. On your face before God. And said reveal it to me. And said show it to me. Are you with me? And said give it to me Lord. I want it. Huh? I want this treasure. Uh, I want this to be. To be in my heart. And then. Uh, verse 9. And be found in him. Where, where do you want to be? And be found in him. Not having my own righteousness. Which is the law. I'm going to do this. What I'm going to do. But you surrender and submit to the law. But that which is through. The faith of 
Christ. The righteousness which is of God by faith. See the devil is afraid of you. And the devil doesn't want to hear the word of God. But he is going to hear the word of God. Am I right? The devil don't want to hear the word of God. He don't want to hear the treasure tonight. He knows what we're going to preach. And he doesn't want the people to hear that there's a treasure. That you have to seek for it. And you hide it in your heart. Do you have that treasure? Praise God. There's a treasure. That you place. That's the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of the world. But it's the kingdom of God that you place in your heart. Somebody shout glory. Amen. What a wonderful treasure. You have to resist the devil and fight and push him back and get this treasure in your heart. Amen. Devil doesn't want you to have it. But are you going to let the devil stop you? Demonic forces. Evil spirits. No. You push the devil back. Amen. Push the devil back. And you lift your voice and let the wind of the Holy Ghost take your voice across the nation and around the world. God's able to do that. So God's able to do that. And you push the devil back and said, I'm going to find the treasure. I'm going to search out for the treasure. I'm going to dig the word of God. You, you have to dig the word of God. You have to farm it. You have to go in and search for it. If you put the Bible and close it, you're not going to get anything. But you've got to search for the word of God. Don't let the devil fool you or lie to you or oppress you. One can chase a thousand. You have got power. Amen. Jesus said it. Said Jesus said it's not for you to know the times or the season. But you. Touch yourself right there. You shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Do you feel the power? Shout louder than that. Do you feel the power? You shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is come upon you. Amen. I feel good tonight. Amen. Amen. Whoever was acting or acting or a phone, I feel better than them. Amen. I feel. Don't you feel much better than them? Can you hear the word of God? They need. They need Jesus. And uh, don't let that stop you. Let's preach the word of God like it is. Amen. God is greater than any devil. Amen. And we bind those devils. We rebuke the devil. In Jesus name. Now let me let me go on here. Uh, he says that uh, he hide it. And notice what. And for joy. Thereof. Go it. And sell it. Paul that he had. You, 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 what do you have? We're poor. We're blind. The, uh, the Laodicean church says. Oh we're increased with goods. And we have all that. But Jesus said, you need to buy of me gold tried in fire. He said, you need to sell what you have and get what I, what I have to give you. That's what we need to do. Be sold out to Jesus Christ. You get that? You need to be sold out to Jesus Christ. Especially, you realize that we are at the close of the, um, of the age. Not only Gentile age, but when Christ is coming back. Yes, he is coming back. Nobody can stop him. Nobody can stop the Lord. He's coming back a second advent. And Jesus Christ is coming back to establish a kingdom. Nobody can stop it. Nobody can stop it. He established no government, no rulers can stop Jesus Christ. Because he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Now whose side are you on? Whose side are you on? Come on, let me know. Whose side are you on? I'm on the Lord's side. Come on. I'm on the Lord's side. So you... 
You build a church. Let's build a church at the close right here. But the devil cannot tear up. He cannot stop it. He cannot tear it up. Amen. And we are going forward with the power of Almighty God. The Lord said, it's not for you to know the, the, the times or the season. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Jesus. What a day of Pentecost that was. Said you got to have your Pentecost. And brother, the day of Pentecost, they were in one accord. In one place. You find the churches that has one accord. Has demonic forces. People are full of the devil. They think that they know it. They don't know anything. Oh, we're going to do this. Do what? No. We need to find that treasure. Okay? We need to find the treasure that's hidden. It's in the word of God. Somebody said, oh, I find it. I, I can read the whole Bible and I haven't found the treasure. See, when you find the treasure and you're sold out, you're going to be different. You're going to show the right spirit. You, you're going to have a different attitude. Amen? So here it tells us now uh, that in verse um, 45, is it? And again, he gave them another parable so they would understand. He just told them and he made it clear. But he said, again, he used another example. The kingdom of heaven is like unto uh, what? A merchant man. Now, now uh, uh, the, 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 the kingdom of God like treasures hid in a field. Most people will, would find it and don't even value it. It doesn't mean anything to them. You know that? How many people the kingdom of God means anything? It's just Jesus coming tell them. Oh yeah, I know, I believe. But is it changing them? Do they believe it? It's just, uh, you know, uh, it's not that important. It's not valuable. See, but uh, a soul-seeking child of God that wants Christ to return, it's the most valuable thing. Even so come Lord Jesus. They want Jesus to return. Well, what, what do you want more than the return of Christ? Nothing. Well, I want to raise on my job. I want No, you want the word of God more. You want Christ to come back and kick the devil out. Bind him and cast him in a bottomless pit for a thousand years. And the kingdom of God will be established under Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is my king. Is he your king? Jesus is my savior. Is he your savior? That's what my heart is searching for, for Christ. Jesus, the son of the living God. Praise God. So it goes on. Then he says the kingdom of God is like unto a merchant man. And then, for, uh, okay, the merchant man. Notice here that that uh, are seeking goodly pearls. Right? One goodly pearls. Just one pearl. Now you notice he goes through a lot of pearls. But he has to have a keen high. He has to be sharp. And he has to know the value of a thing. You have to know the value of the kingdom. And you have to have eyes. Like a merchant man. To see the kingdom. Otherwise the devil blind you. And you don't see the kingdom. That's what he wants to do. Blind you. So you can't see the pearl of great price. See you can't see the church that's changing your life. That church will prepare you and make you be in the first resurrection and being the bride of Christ. See, you, you, you missed it. Do you understand that? Yeah, here's the pearl and you, you put it up, but it's not valuable. It's like a child. Okay? It's like a child. doesn't value certain things. You cannot give 
a child, if you have a little baby and give the baby a hundred dollar bill, what that little baby is going to tear it up, put it in, her, in, 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 in his or her mouth. Tear it up. Why? It's not valuable. That's just food. That just means something I eat with my mouth. Do you know the same thing goes for a lot of people with the kingdom of God? It's not valuable. It's like a child playing. And thinking like a child. Playing like a child. They don't value like that merchant man. He goes out there and he has eyes to see. Blessed are your eyes for they see. He has eyes to see that that's the best pearl. There's one of a kind. There's not another one like that kingdom. The kingdom of God. There's nothing like it. And what do they do? They, they, they buy that. They sell everything. Get rid of everything else. Nothing as valuable as that per, per, uh, pearl of great price. That's where you've got to begin to get to the kingdom where there's nothing valuable. If you've got a substitute or somebody can entice you and say, Oh, there's something better over here. You have not found the pearl. But tonight when you sit there and you feel and hear a word like this. I said, my God, I found the pearl. No, I, my God, you feel that? I know what to look for. There are a lot of people searching. What do you do? I'm searching for God. They don't know what to look for. Even if they find it, they couldn't tell. See, they can't tell that that's valuable. So they can let somebody take it away because they don't believe that that pearl is valuable. If you don't believe what you've got tonight is valuable, you walk out the door and let somebody take it from you, talk you out of it, and pull you out of church. And tell you that, oh, you're going to the wrong church. Come to us. Because you haven't found the pearl. Are you listening now? But when you find the pearl, the only pearl of great price. Oh, somebody shout. When you find the pearl of great price, nobody can laugh you or talk you or take it away from you. When you can shout and say, I've found him whom my soul loves. Songs of Solomon. I found him whom my soul loves. Have you found it? The pearl of great price. Hmm? You found it. And nobody can. And what, how, do you, how do you find it? You have to search for it like Romans 2, 7. To them who by patient. Continuing well doing. You get that? Seek for glory. That's a pearl of great price. What are you doing? Seeking for glory and honor. Immortality. Eternal life. Nobody can take that from you. Hmm? They can turn a light off. Yes. But they can't take it out of your heart. You already found it. And like the merchant man. He finds it. And what did he do? He hides it. But you go there and say, look what I've got. Hey, yeah, yeah, look at it. And they take it away from you. No, you hide it. Thy word have I hid in my heart. Deep down in your heart. And you don't have to show nobody what you've got. It's there in your heart. Are you going to shout? Somebody ought to shout. You have the word hidden in your heart. Not just in your head, but in your heart. Not just in your mouth alone, but in your heart. You hide it. And there's so many, they told me they have, they have so many um, avenues in their heart. You hide something in your heart, nobody can find it. Amen. What? Thy word, the treasure. 
this treasure I have in my heart. See, wait, if you can be rooted up or pulled apart, it's because you haven't found the treasure. You know, when you have a deep-seated love for God, nobody can pull it up. You know, when you fall in love with God, with Christ Jesus, the man Christ Jesus, nobody can pull it up. They pulled it up if you're just on the surface. You know, you're just flirting. But when you settle down, when you go and you sell everything you have, you have nothing to look for. You have nothing to go back for. But if you still haven't sold the world, then it's a come on back over here. Come on here. Because you're not sold out. You still have one foot there, one foot there. You're dragging. But when you've got Christ, Jesus, the Son of God, when you've got Christ in you, you've got the hope of glory. He's talking about surrender, total surrender like Moses. Remember Moses? What about Moses? In Hebrews, what did he say? Let me, let me begin to touch that and Hebrews 11, 24 to 26. Let me start winding it down. Moses. Look at Hebrews. Put that up there for me quickly. By faith, Moses. <coughs> I'm talking about giving up, selling out. Turning to Christ. Hiding, finding that treasure and now you hide it. Okay? You hide it. What do you do when you sit down and you're by yourself and you get the Bible out? What are you doing? You're, you're putting it in your heart. And nobody knows what you know. Like we heard these uh, young, young people Sunday morning that there was a treasure there. Where was it? Not just in their mouth, but in their heart. So God who had verse... Uh, Verse 24 to 26. By faith. Go to verse 24. Uh, verse 24. Read on. Read on for me. By, by faith. Moses. Look. Notice. I want to use an example there with Moses. When he was come to years. Look, what did he do? Refuse. You've got to do some refusing. Refuse to be called. Amen. You have to refuse to be called anything else but a Christian. I'm a child of God. I've got the word of God in my heart. Don't call me anything else. He refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Look at that. That high um, office that he had. A prince in Egypt. But he's got it sold out now. And where is he going? To the desert. To the wilderness. With a bunch of complaining people. But he chose to follow God. He was sold out. He gave up what? Egypt. He gave up everything. And you mean the devil want you to give up the word of God? Christ? The word? Or something else? Are you listening? By faith, Moses, when he was come up years, that means he wasn't a little baby anymore. He was mature enough. 
He's grown up. What did he do? When somebody said, come on, I'm going to pull you out of church, what do you do? Refuse. That's why you're here. That's why you're here. You're blessed of God to be here. Look what God's giving us. Refuse. That's a secret. Refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. That's powerful. Was that a sold out? Did he find the treasure in the field? And he sold everything that he had. When he discovered that that he was not an uh, Egyptian, but he was an Israelite, what did he do? He sold out everything. My God. And he found out that he had to lead the Israelites out of Egypt. He forsook Egypt. Choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. That's what it means to sell out. That's the treasure hid in the field. Than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. That's only a season. Friends and company. Come over my house. Let's gossip. Let's have some tea. But that's only for a season. You're all going to be dead after all. How long does that last for? And when you're in hell. When you're there. When you're in the dark places. The bosom of the devil. What would God help you? That's why we turn to Christ. Because we don't want to go to that place. So we sell out everything that we have. I said, uh, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God. Verse 26, uh, than the pleasures of uh, sin, Egypt, for uh, Egypt is a type of the world, for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures. Notice what? The treasures of Egypt, because he found another treasure. Oh, thank God tonight. What have you found? You see how the devil is mad? Didn't want to hear this message, but we got it out, didn't we? I said, come on. He didn't want to hear that. If I was the devil, I'd fight it too. But we got it out, didn't we? Amen. So you can hack all you want to. Hack. God has a way to hack you. You don't know God. You do it. What you sow, you reap. Hack. We're going to do this. We can't stop this. It's too powerful. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. For he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. Like the treasure. Woo, come on. That's the hidden treasure. He wanted that. He wanted bad. He had respect. I respect it. That's what I want. Some of us uh, give me, give me this. Give me what the world offers. I'll be fine. Give me this. I can't do without your fellowship. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can stand alone. I said, you can stand alone. Boy, I feel like preaching. Do you feel that? You glad you came to church? You like shouting? Then he So by faith he forsook Egypt. It's by faith you got to turn your back on some people and come out of it. Not just part way, but look, 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 cousin. You're my cousin, but I'm not gonna. I've got a treasure. I'm not gonna show you. 
hide it in my heart. How come you don't? No, because I've got something hidden in my heart. You got to get that's where it's a heart action. It's a heart problem. A lot of us have that we don't have nothing here beside Malish, Gothic, and all that stuff. As you know, but you got the treasure. Not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured. That's why you run the race, as having seen him who is invisible. You know why you run the race? Because you endured as having seen him who is invisible. That's that's it, verse 9. 28. True faith, he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroy the firstborn, notice, should touch them. That's a dead angel. He that destroys the firstborn of Pharaoh, of Egypt, not the firstborn of the Israelite that honored the blood, should touch them. Remember, there's a promise that whosoever overcome will not be hurt. I think it's a Samaria. Shall not be hurt of the second death. That's one of the promises. That's a treasure. But you're seeking life. So you're not hurt of the second death. Amen. That's it. And by faith they passed through the Red Sea. As by dry land. Which the Egyptian as saying. Trying to do. They were drowned. You don't try this. You can't fake this. You can't. Nobody gets in the kingdom. Nobody escapes. See, somebody said, oh, he's going to put me in the kingdom. I'll be all right. No, you've got to be in a church. That's changing you. Now tell me, why would the devil try to stop this church? You know why? He don't want to hear the word of God. Why would he try to do something else? He doesn't want you to hear the word of God. Why would he try to stop you from listening to the word of God? Because he know that this word tonight is a treasure. He don't want. He doesn't want you to find it. <laughs> but look, we found it, didn't we? Are you with me? Did you find it? And Sunday morning we come back and continue. Did you, did you like that tonight? I told you. Give the Lord a praise. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Did you? Did you? Did you find it? And did you? Did you get? Did you get that message tape recorded out? Did we get it? Hmm? You got it. Okay, so you send it out around the world. It doesn't matter how it gets there. As long as it gets there, right? We found the treasure. See, the devil is a liar. Amen? Aren't you happy tonight? Aren't you shouting tonight? Can you say thank you, Lord, for what I heard? Can't, let me ask you a question. Can anybody, look at me, everybody. Can anybody really fool you now? Hmm? That really fool you and take this out of your heart. Huh? You know why the devil fights you? Because you're on to something. We're on to something. If you notice the peace, no torment. Hmm? Because God's not there. God's not in your heart. I stand in and preach the word of God. The peace and knowledge understanding. And you find that treasure. And the devil knows. I'm trying to share it with you. I did tonight, didn't I? What, huh? That is. Did I? Did I give you something? Have you learned something you never learned? Now what if I had just got up and quote and read it and quote out the scriptures and sit down? 
Would you learn anything? But what did I do? I broke it down express and look at what you have. Expand it. See? And the devil want to lead you off where? Oh, just quote scripture for scripture. No, you must be a man of God. No, that's not a man of God. That's not a woman of God. It's the one that stand here and expound it. Hallelujah. And stand here and explain it. Until your heart just says, give me more. I told you about the treasure. When you look at that scripture now, you can stand up and say, that treasure is in my heart. That is the kingdom of Almighty God. And that great pearl of great price. Just the kingdom of God. But Jesus just used different things to explain it so you get it. You know, like you're teaching a child. And you bring out a little bird. Then after you bring out a little caterpillar. And you bring out to the child. Get it from different angles. We're like kids. And the Lord teaches us. And we get it from, oh, your teachers. I want to explain and then I explained it tonight, what he was doing. And you got that treasure, don't you? So why would you let anybody take your toy? Your kids, does kids give up their toys? Right. Are you going to give up your toy you found tonight? Or are you going to hide your toy? Where? All right. Receive the offering, brother. Wow. Now, uh, let's give the Lord a praise clap. Wow. Now, I even myself understand that scripture in Matthew chapter 13. That is a powerful scripture. And I begin to sit there, and as I'm listening, I'm saying to myself, wow, we give ourselves way too much credit. Way too much credit, because... That scripture has always been preached that Jesus sold everything for his treasure. And, you know, you are the treasure. And, and you know, so he sells he sells everything. And we use the scripture, he who was rich became poor that we might become rich. And Jesus, I mean, God didn't sell everything. He gave his best. He gave his best. But then when we begin to really look at that scripture, we were all sinners. We all fall short of the glory of God. And he loved us first, even when we were dead in sin. But he, because of his great love, he loved us and quickened us. Quickened us, made us, made us alive and made us seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And when we're born again, we're quickened. And we feel God in our hearts and it, God it, is alive. The word is life and it brings life into our hearts and the joy that comes into our hearts. We begin to rejoice and and live for the Lord. And when we live for the Lord, it's not because of what we did. It's not because of our righteousness, but it's because of what the Lord did in our hearts. He translated us from darkness into his marvelous light. And when our eyes of our understanding is open and we begin to understand that we have this treasure, 
this treasure. Repent for the kingdom of God is at hand. The kingdom of God is at hand. And if the Jews would have repented, Israel, they would have received the treasure. They did not. But it went far among the Gentiles to call out a people for his name. And you and I that sat in darkness, hallelujah, saw a great light. Saw a great light and we became alive. And now we see we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Hallelujah. This treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. So it's nothing that we can do and nothing that we've done but to acknowledge the treasure that is in us. Greater is he that is within you than he that is within the world. That it's not us. It's not of us. But it's unto the Lord. And that what this treasure is, it is great price. It is the pearl of great price. It is the kingdom of God that that was which was at hand. And in our dispensation, we reach out. Hallelujah. And uh, and the scripture tells us, seek me and ye shall find. Hallelujah. Seek him and we shall find him. He is the kingdom of God. And when we find him, call upon him. Hallelujah. And he will answer. And we call upon the name of the Lord. And we, hallelujah, speak the script. It is written. It is written. It is written. And we call upon the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. And it's this and it's this word, hallelujah, my goodness, the treasure and I love that now. I'm just like, and we seek him. We seek for that treasure, the depths of the treasure. And it's the and it says it is uh uh and it's the kingdom of God is like unto a merchant man, as Pastor said, a merchant man. A merchant man just, just doesn't go out and just grab any old thing. He takes time. He 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 doesn't worry about I got to get to this appointment and that appointment. He takes time. He's patient. He doesn't just pick up any old thing. He finds those 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 uh, uh, special uh, those 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 different little pearls and and jewels, the little things that he finds, and he holds it in his heart in his bag. He puts it in his bag, and he makes sure no other merchants, no other pirates. No one out there knows what he has because it's his. And he hides it again. Hallelujah. Praise God. He sells everything. Praise God. And hides it. And we're finding out that this is the word of God. And it's precious. And it says goodly. That's beautiful pearls. Hallelujah. Pearls. So it's the kingdom of God. But everything that comes with it. My goodness. Righteousness, oh, oh my God, wisdom, the pearls, hallelujah. We begin to see the pearls and, and we take and we hide it in our heart and we let nothing, nothing, hallelujah, nothing can have this. This is mine, praise God. This joy I have, the world didn't give it to me. <laughs> the world didn't give it and the world can't take it away because it's the joy of the kingdom of God. Praise God. It's a treasure. And we seek him and we find him. Hallelujah. And he said, if any man, he said, if you follow me, 
deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. If any man follows me, deny. So it's a humbling, it's a humility. It's not only a denying, it's as pastor showed us, it's a separating of the things of this world. Paul said, I count all but done that I may win Christ, the excellency of Christ. He counted everything lost, everything that he had, every every accolades that he had was lost. And Moses denying, uh, uh, denying the, the Pharaoh to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. I mean, uh, yes, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He denied it. He denied it that he will suffer instead of spending time for a season in sin. He'd rather suffer with the people of God. Abraham sought for a city that had foundation, whose builder and maker of, is God. And all those who went, the scripture tells us, if they were mindful of the country of that they came from, they would have gone back. But they sold everything for it. They sold everything that they can seek for a heavenly city, a better country. Hallelujah. That God is not ashamed to call, uh, call us his, his, his God. He's not ashamed of us. Praise God. There's something greater that God has given us. And it's not out there. The kingdom of God is not in meat nor drink with his righteousness nor joy, peace in the Holy Ghost. That is the kingdom of God. And we seek it. And the more we seek, the more we change. And that becomes more important than everything. Everything falls to the wayside for this treasure. And we hide it and we let nothing. As pastor said, you understand the preciousness of the word of God. It doesn't have to be hundreds of people, but you understand the value. When you understand the value, the, the, the roof can fall in and everybody can run. But you know the value of this word of God. You know the value of it and you fight for it. You fight for it. Amen. So I'm just, this is wow. This was just. Wow, I'm, um, this, was a, this was a powerful message we received tonight. I believe the enemy did not want it, but 